Australian running podcast. We are five runners, and uh, firstly we have myself, Nathan Barden. Then we have Steve Woolley. We call him Woolley. Is our nickname for him? Because we've got two we have, Steves. We yeah. have uh, Steve Sparling, which we'll call Steve, so we don't get confused with Steve Woolley. I call yeah. him Spartan, but um, but oh, Steve Woolley Woolley. And uh, we have uh, my brother, Fraser Barden. And if you're watching the video of this podcast, he's in his uh, West Ham football jersey. (laughs) And we have Brad Cullen, who is not with us today, but he'll be in future podcasts. Yeah, so basically we just wanted to start this podcast because we're doing this mostly in a private Facebook group chat. There's about six of us in that. And it's pretty funny, some of the banter. We thought we might as well do it, put it online and uh, in the process maybe motivate a few people to get a bit more serious with their training, get active and, um, yeah, keep us accountable and it should be good fun. So should we kick it off? What we've done this week? Should we do an intro of who we are? Yeah. You want to start, Willie? All right. Um, my name's Woolly. I'm a former Thai boxer, a former nightclub DJ. I've been running pretty, taking it pretty seriously, probably the last couple of years. And um, yeah, just really enjoying it. And you're running when you were younger, Steve. Oh, yeah. I was running a lot when, well, we were all kind of running a lot when we were kids, weren't we? Maybe not you, Steve, but yeah. Yeah. We Try were running. Baseball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were running competitively since we were like, well, I was started when I was eight, sort of fell out of love with it when I was about 16, started chasing girls and drinking and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> like you normally do. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Steve? What's your kind of background? Mate, I, I didn't start running until um, 39. Didn't run as a kid. I played baseball and got into Australian Baseball League, playing for Brisbane Bandits when I was 19. Shit. Never knew yeah. that. Um, I don't know. Just a big, got big levers, mate, and can throw hard. That's, that's how it works. Um, but big I played baseball arms. from when I was six. So, yeah, right through to 25. Um, and for the last probably 16 through to 25, I played major A's. So it's basically the level below... 
um, the, you know, Australian, so Brisbane, New South Wales, you know what I mean? Like Queensland, New South Wales, it was just a, the Brisbane comp. So we traveled all over South Queensland plan. And then from there, I sort of retired from that as, as you did. So you gave up on running to chase girls. I chased my wife and we went overseas and did the world tour of America and whatnot. Oh, um, cool. And we did everything in reverse. We bought a house first when we were 20 and then sort of settled down into life from there. So we had kids late, but um, yeah, I didn't really start running until I was 39. Um, sort of lost my son eight and a half years ago and through depression got into walking a lot and then someone suggested going to park run. So that's where my sort of running life started. And then from there progressed further into bigger distances and got faster and better and just keep trying to beat myself all the time. So that's pretty, that's where I'm at. Yeah, mate, park runs just so good, eh? Such a good yeah. community. Yeah. Really good thing. Yeah. Yep, that's me. So this is where I'm at. Um, I enjoy sort of running with people and training, just helping them along, just someone to run with and sort of helps me, but also gives someone uh, over the last few years, a lot of people just like running. So we, we do trails together and road running, but um, pretty much last year was my best year. I, I think I PB'd every distance eh, other than marathon. So yeah. that's me. Man, that's the yeah. good thing with running is just like, you can, like, say, you could run a 20-minute park run and to someone who can run, like, a 15-minute 5K, they think that that's slow. But to someone who can't run 25 minutes, that's awesome to them. Like, there's just so many levels to it. There's mm-hmm. just so much you can, like, you can always just keep getting better and better and better. And it's just about being a better version of you and that like it's not that sort of ultra competitive because there's always going to be someone quicker mm. yeah it's good there's some so many good topics that we could discuss that other people are probably thinking about but like thinking even like oh i only i, I did a 30k run at the weekend steve and i did and people might go like bear grills might look at that oh sorry uh nick bear and go oh, i did a i did a 50k 30 mile run as a training run and right. uh, other people might go five you did a 5k run and we can jesus i couldn't even walk 5k exactly so yeah really yeah i'm just going for an easy run and what's an easy run for you could be completely you know an easy run might be something like 1k for someone that might be a long way so what you think your normal is, is different to everyone yeah exactly like a, i was just had a normal average week running you know and like Ben Parks, whose training program we've got, that might be, you know, him, he might be doing 100 and, I mean, he's probably doing like, an easy week might be 160K for him. Yeah. But for us, that's like, jeez. That's humongous, yeah. We haven't got enough hours in the week to fit that in. Nah. Yeah. So, yeah. What about you, Grace? What about you? You have an ex-fighter. You're an ex-fighter as well. Oh, not really. I was a runner, footballer. I used to, I was obviously started running back in England. First ever competitive race when I was eight years old. Still remember it to the day. And then 60 metres sprint. And then, yeah, just school, cross countries and all that sort of stuff. Then we ran like GEC avionics. And then that's where I met you, Steve. And, Nathan, you run, and then obviously Spencer and all that as well. And then 
yeah, just ran every every weekend basically, raced track track and field during the summer, cross country during the winter. And yeah, then basically, yeah, just really, then you got to a point where you had to pick either playing football or running, and then uh, we obviously picked running, so and then just trained that every week, had a coach and stuff, and running, and then yeah, 2000, I emigrated to Australia, and then I haven't run like I used to, like in England, and then I didn't run for a few years, and I started playing football in that again, which has been good since being over in Australia. I met like loads of people and mates who I'm really good mates with now and stuff and all that. But um, yeah, sort of gradually, always still run now and then go out for a run and now just sort of back trying to be a bit more competitive and stuff with the running and trying to improve my heart run time and that sort of stuff. So yeah, yeah. like loads I think that's people. probably the, the key thing that Fraser's said here is that. Yeah, we have, even though um, we might not be dedicated runners, we've always run for some reason to add on to the other sport we're doing. Like Thai boxing, kickboxing, Steve, Fraser with boxing, with soccer. We've always run. Like I used to run a couple of times a week to keep fit for my kickboxing. You as well, Steve. You know, usually you're running for a warm up, and then yeah. you might go on on a, on a day you might not train. You're going for a five k run. In the UK, like Colin used to drive me up, drove me one day coming up for a fight. He drove me up top of uh, Boxley Hill and said, "I'll see you back at the gym." And that was like, I think that was like six to ten miles or something. And I was like, okay. And like, you know, over an hour yeah. later, I got back to the gym because that's where my car was parked. <laughs> Um, that was a th- yeah, that, that was like the s- similar thing with me is that like I quit running really only because I was sick of competing. Like I was just I reckon I was like raced out by the time I got to like fifteen, competing every weekend track and it was track in summer, cross country in winter. By the time I'd got to like fifteen, sixteen, I was just exhausted from the competition. So it's like and then all through my fight career. I ran, you know, I'd probably run like 30, 40 Ks a week at the most, but I would always run. Like, so I still kept running just because it's, I've just always enjoyed it. But it's, uh, that's why, you know, when when you hear about kids burning out and stuff like that, I don't think it's the the over training and that, that does it so much. I think it's over racing, but it was for me. Cause you know, when you, when you're being super competitive and you're like, running your guts out every weekend at races. It just, yeah, it's exhausting. Well, we used to like run like 800, 1500s, and then the relay at the end. And that was like, that's that Saturday gone. Yeah. And then do it the next weekend somewhere else. Like, you know. Like yeah. Every weekend, wasn't it? Every weekend yeah. was like track in summer, track and field. And then every, every weekend in winter was cross country. And, some, uh, yeah. some background GEC Avionics was the club that, um, and it's a, it's a good background for you here, Steve. Um, uh, Woolly, myself, and Fraser, and our older brother Spencer, we all competed for GEC Avionics, and now that is na- renamed to Medway and Maidstone Athletics yeah. Club. They merged with Medway Athletics, um, which is probably a good thing because I think I don't know if numbers are dwindling or it's just good. You, Good use of resources, um, make a bigger, stronger 
a team virtually training off the same track and different nights. Um, so we grew up and then I got, um, I got out of athletics a bit and I just spent more time doing photography and videoing the cross country races running around and videoing the track stuff um, as well, which we'll have to put some of those up on YouTube, some of those older videos um, competing. But, um, that's where we built that base, I suppose, and that understanding um, and that knowledge about um, athletics. And our older brother, Spencer Barden, hopefully we'll have him on here one podcast. He's now uh, run Spencer Barden Consulting, who um, he basically looks after all the major uh, athletics events in the UK for the um, elite athletes. So he looks after the elite athletes for the London Marathon and the uh, Diamond League event in London, he, he organises all the elite athletes for that. So hopefully we get him on here. And he was involved with this sub uh, two-hour marathon with Kipchoge um, and yeah. knows that group very well. He organised all the pacemakers stuff. and shit, didn't he? Yeah, he was heavily involved with the pacemakers. That was his job, um, organised the pacemakers. You see him there in the actual movie and then in the actual event um, when we watched that live. Yeah. So that's our... We got pretty heavy involvement there with um, with with athletics, um, but um, yeah, that's for another day. Yeah, but, um, plenty of old stories to tell. <laughs> yeah. Steve, I used to go and watch um, the Brisbane Bandits. Yeah, the, uh, I can't. Used to play like near the uh, the RNA showgrounds. RNA first up, yeah. Yeah. But that was yeah. in the that would have been like around ninety five, ninety six. That's it. Yeah, baseball's quite popular now, isn't it? Like, yeah. oh, where, I play, where I play football, Pine Hills, they've got yeah, a baseball yeah. over there. Like, yep. facility great. The field. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got a question for you guys. I know Nathan rides bikes, and I'm pretty sure um, you do too, Fraser, eh? Yeah, I do mountain biking and that. Yeah, thing. so I used to do mountain biking, but I sort of got out of it when I was around twenty three or four but um sort of hard to get back into it but had you guys have you done it recently and has that helped you with your running like strength wise legs fitness i mean i reckon it yeah i don't know if it did or not i didn't probably do enough of it but uh, i reckon it's like doing different types of activities and stuff always helps doing stuff it's like going to the gym helps with your running if you do do it right yeah i reckon that running as much pressure on your joints and stuff, cycling yeah. and stuff. So still, if you go mountain biking and going up hills and stuff, it's going to make you strong, going to make your legs strong. Yeah. It's going to be cardio and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, any anything, I reckon, doing stuff like that, it's going to help. Cardio-wise, cardio has it helped more? So Yeah. Cardio-wise, running because cycling, you've got to do about three times as much cycling to get the same benefit from okay. that yeah. same time of running running benefits cycling more than cycling benefits running yeah, because nice. of um because i used to ride my mountain bike after doing a lot of running and i always felt stronger getting out and going up hills because okay. when you stand up out of a bike the leg motion is very similar to running but when you're sat in a bike the leg motion is a little bit different so when you're up out the saddle it's more similar to so i found that riding up hills definitely been benefited by um running 
but that's just my own personal opinion. I mean, it might be different for, for, yeah. for others. But Steve, you did a fair bit of triathlon when you were younger, didn't you? You would have done yeah, a lot of Yeah, well, when we, because we moved to Australia in, I think, 1991, and we were doing, we started doing triathlons at, you know, about oh, like 93, 94 sort of thing. And we used to do like loads of cycling in a big group. But yeah, I didn't really, I couldn't swim. Like I swim like an English person. So like I was never any good at triathlons. You swim better than the rest of us. <laughs> I got better as I, as I trained more, but I still, I even had lessons oh, with swimming. Oh, and I was like, I still used to get out of the swim last and stuff like that. And then I'd catch a few on the bike and then I'd catch loads on the run. But yeah. you, you need to be good at all three to be really good at triathlons. And you watch those kids going up and down doing laps at the pool and you just go, yeah. I tried triathlon for a bit. I did a few triathlons, like off-road triathlons and and normal triathlons. I did a half, I did a half, I did a sprint triathlon, which is half an Olympic distance and 750 metres in the, in Raby Bay took me like 15 minutes. Yeah. I was, I looked like I'd done a whole upper body gym workout when I got out. I was just, that's yeah. the that's that's the video where you're doing breaststroke and breaststroke. <laughs> and Lisa came. Lisa, unfortunately, is along right. with us. She got me into. She introduced me to triathlon. Unfortunately, you know, shout out to her. She's no longer with us. But uh, yeah. you know, hopefully, her oh, son, who's the same name as me, Nathaniel. Um, he, 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 um, but she came. That was my first triathlon. She came. Fraser came as well. And uh, another interesting story to that one. And I locked myself out. Out. But I was in the garage, but I'd locked myself out of the house. But I I'll, break in I'll, quick, I'll quickly <laughs> tell you, I'll tell you a quick story about um, on my 40th birthday, I did a triathlon with all the Thai boxing boys. So um, it was me, it was supposed to be me, Wes, Andrew, and Jeff, the coach, Jeff Bullock. It was a um, Thai boxing coach. He's English as well, he's from Liverpool. But, and I mean, man, he like he can't swim. I mean, he can swim like to you know survive, but he can't swim like to do a triathlon. And um, anyway, we all entered this triathlon for a laugh. Who was that? Um, when or where? Yeah, where? Oh, it was at Kiwana. Oh, no, yeah, no, yeah. sorry, Golden Beach, Golden Beach up the up at Sunshine Coast, and um, yeah, the ocean there. Oh, How long ago was that? Uh, so it was my 40th birthday. So it's three years ago. Yeah. But um, like I was pretty, I was, I'd been swimming a bit because I, I, know, I know like how important like the swim leg is in a triathlon. Anyway, Jeff had been like, he, Jeff, I think is 60, he might be 60 years old. I don't mean he's fit for a 60 year old, but he just can't swim. Yeah. So anyway, the, they were starting us in waves. And they were calling you, you, you had like a different colored um, swimming hat on and they called Jeff's wave down. And the guy who was saying, look, the current is rushing that way. So he said, see the boy out there. He said, don't aim at the boy, aim that way. He said, if you aim at the boy, you're going to be down there. And um, I was watching Jeff and Jeff was like looking at the houses and stuff like, you know, the canal homes. <laughs> And I'm thinking, I said to Andrew, he's not listening. Like if, if any of you you's know Jeff, like he's a he's real, real funny bloke. Anyway, swim leg started and uh, I was watching Jeff and like the, the group started swimming that way. And like Jeff, 
like hat just like drifting down the river and uh then so there was two minutes break and then my wave started and by the time i got to the first boy which was like 50 meters off the shore to turn left jeff was just at the boy and he had no goggles on nothing he'd lost his goggles everything and he was like that doing breaststroke and i said shit are you okay and he was like yeah 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 but mate they were trying to get him out of the water sorry how many meters was it? I think it was like a 400 swim. It was only a real short one. They were trying to get him out of the water. They were saying, mate, get in the jet ski. Get and They had, um, you know, like the big stand-up paddleboards. They were like, come on, mate, jump on. And he just refused. And he got through the whole swim leg. Took him ages. And he finished the whole triathlon. Oh, but that's just that. a classic example of like... A, the reason why I don't do triathlons is because of the swim. Yeah, yeah. It's everyone's worst. Run, run, bike, run. They do run, bike, runs. Yeah. Uh, How's everyone's week been? What we've been? What's uh, everyone been? I kick it off uh, sparling. Yeah, sure. Um, this week's been a mixed one. Um, my my goal each week is to do about fifty-five to sixty k's. So on Strava, which is sort of the easy way of tracking, I do fifty-eight as a goal for three thousand k's a year. I don't really have that many goals this year. I did all the events last year with COVID and whatever we could do was always postponed, but in the end we got there. But um, this year I got a, an ultra in July. As you, you What's that? What ultra is that? Tell us about that. Oh shit, it's going to be huge. It's, um, it's the, the Guzzler half full, so it's 52 oh, Ks yes. and 2,100 meters vertical. It's a big climbing, a lot of hills. Um, yeah, it's going to hurt. So, but um, 52 Ks, did you say? 52, yeah. It's the half full. So the full is 104 and the half full is 52. So, and how many, how many meters elevation is the, there's a hundred? The hundred's double. It's 20, it's double the 21. It says 40, 42 plus. That's all it says, 4,200 plus. It's be one of the best um, trail raises in uh, Queensland. Yeah. It says it's the hardest. Yeah. But the, if you can um, do this one, the rest are a bit easier. So I've never well, known. All, all, the, all the aid facilities and stuff and all that, support crews and all that, makes you really good. Get really good food. and My training sort of kicks off and I try to I build. I usually do some sort of speed session um, and usually some heart rate runs. So basically a lot of slow stuff just to keep the heart rate down for endurance build. Um Tuesday this week was my mum's funeral, so I kicked off the week. I had to clear the head on Tuesday. I come home from work, had limited time, but as you all know, without time, you just go to a run, you feel better, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I went out and did a quick five. Um, missed the next day, just for a rest day. Thursday, I did another friend from Park Run. He was trying to assess his heart rate situation. He has a really low heart rate, so he said, I just need someone to do an hour running he had to stay at 130 beats a minute so for me that was my average was 142 the whole run but he, it was a complete regression for him so obviously we went from we started out the first three k's the average was four 450 and we ended up at 530 so it just went right down to seven minutes at by the end of that um, to, to keep his heart rate low his heart rate at 130 average yeah so um but yeah, mine 
as we went on, mine was better, but his got worse and worse. So his pace just dropped off. Whereas, yeah, it's just a, it's just a. Is he going to match them heart rate test? Has he thought about going and getting that done just so he knows what his ceiling is? He's got a really low heart rate, lower than any of us. Like um, at at park running, and do a twenty-one minute park run. His average heart rate is like one twenty-seven. It's it's low. It's more like Paul Goulet's, but he's but he his breathing is just like he's struggling so bad. And I can run and talk to him and stuff, but he can't talk back. But it's like one twenty-seven. It's like he's not getting enough oxygen or something. That's like wax. Brad's like that. He just can't talk. Uh, yeah, true. He is. Yeah. Heart rate monitor. But wax's heart rate's like right up. Yeah. I don't know. That's what they're trying to assess. Yeah, maybe he's got some sort of circulation issue, like one of the. I don't know, mate. His, his coach, he, he does. He don't try athlon at Bribey today, and he went really well. But yeah, you look at his heart rate; it peaks out. Eh? It's just, um, yeah. But on the bike, he's fine. I don't know. On the bike, he's fine. The swim's fine. It's just the run struggles in the run. Maybe he should get a heart rate strap. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's he's using that. Oh um, shit! Okay. Yeah, he's using that. Um. So anyway, we went from there. Regardless of that sort of issue, I asked him today, "How's he going?" He said, oh, "I'll find out tomorrow morning." It. He's got some sort of um training on at 5 a.m. tomorrow morning so he'll find out but anyway from there i went on friday i did um seven by one minute on and off at between uh 350 and 414 pace so that was pretty cool we just did a 2k warm-up um seven by one on one off and then finish off with a two and a half k run back to the home so that was pretty cool something different and uh, how probably. do you reckon that affects you for our 30k run on Saturday <laughs> oh, morning man the legs feeling it they were feeling it, and then everything was feeling. I just was one feeling well on Saturday. I don't know. I felt fine for the first twenty with you. Yeah. And we got to about that twenty-one k, and I remember saying to you after you went to the tort and then I said, "Man, I'm just not feeling it, eh?" Do you think it could be something to do with COVID with the, your daughter? I don't know. I had some sort of head cold issue, but I don't know. I feel fine now. Whether it was something or not, I don't know. But yeah, the, obviously the intervals wasn't a handy thing to do the day before, but. Day before, maybe that's too much in your legs still. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Don't know. Um, I did a three k run with my wife. With that's pretty cool. She never never hardly runs, so three k's with her was all right. That was on Friday after the intervals. So, but yeah, and then I had a rest day today because woke up late and just wasn't feeling it. So that's my week. That's about that was about fifty k's or something. So. this morning. You go next. Wooly, you're up. All right, my week's a pretty good week for me, this one. It was about 70K all up, which is not huge, but that's pretty good for me. Uh, Monday, I run with um, Wax, uh, Brad. Wax is his nickname for anyone who doesn't know. Uh, we run 10K at Sandgate in the real shock and wind. When, when Brad's struggling, he just says, I can't talk. <laughs> so he was like, I can't talk on the way out because we were running straight into the wind. Then we turned around, we were flying the way on all the way home. We were just flying. So that was Monday. Then Tuesday I did um, five by one K. So I run 10 K all up, but the, uh, I think I did like 10 minutes warm up and then I started and uh, first K was three thirty-two, and then I had a one minute 30, just standing break. And then second K was three twenty-one. Third was 324, fourth was 323, and the fifth was 316. And then I run like sort of 3K home. And I was pretty happy with that because I haven't really done 
any hard sort of training since Christmas. So I was pretty stoked with that. Wednesday I didn't run because it was just so hot and uh, been working in the sun all day. Thursday I did um, 10K with um, 10 by one minute on, one minute off. And um, oh yeah, I'll tell you what happened on that run. Like I was like pretty cooked from the heat during the day and stuff. But when I kind of, I did, I think I'd done one or two reps and um, the last three times that I've run in Kalanga, I've been heckled. Like, you know, people yelling at me from cars and stuff. The first time it happened, I didn't even react. Second time it happened, I was like, yeah, you, you know, yeah, I yelled at them and, and nothing happened. And then this time, so I've done, I think I might have just finished a rep, like the second one. A Commodore Ute was like driving and it went, and someone yelled out, run, Forrest, run. And I was like, it just pissed me off. And I was like, so I turned around and I, and I just said like, do I know you, mate? And they were like, they, I couldn't quite hear what they were saying, but they're yelling at me. And then the light went red and they had to stop. So I, so I paused my watch. I thought, fuck it, I'm going to go and say something. So I just started jogging over to the window and, mate, they, the electric windows on both sides went, and they were both staring like that straight ahead and I like tapping on the window. I'm like, do I know you, mate? And they're both just... And then I, I turned around and, and jogged off. And then, then when it went green, they like yelled a load of abuse at me again. But I just thought that was pretty funny. And um, just to see their reaction when I run up to the car, like they just shit themselves. Yeah, it was, it was funny as. And so, yeah, so I finished that. And then Friday I did 7K easy because I thought that um, the Masters track was on Saturday but I actually got it wrong. It was on Sunday. So I went to park around. Yeah. I missed that 30 K run. Yeah. So then I went to um, North Lakes park run and I saw um, Paul Gourlay and Alice. I just decided to jog around with Alice. And then this morning I went to um, masters at the uh, QSAC there, did the 3000 meters. And that's the How first that? time of, sorry. How was that? Oh, no, nah, there wasn't many runners. Like they do the 3000 meters and the walk together, which is like, yeah, I guess it's, they've just got to for time. They've got to like squeeze everything in. But the problem is, is like after one or two laps, you're lapping people, you're lapping walkers, like the race walkers. Yeah. So like when you're going, you're going around them on the bend. Oh, it's just, you know, you're already, you're already tired as it is. It just makes it a little bit harder. And it was pretty windy, but I was aiming to run around 10 minutes and I ran um, like 10.14, which is a bit slower, but it's probably what I thought I'd run. And um, Where'd you come? I was first, but like there wasn't anyone to really race what, what against. Age group? What, what, in your age group or just that? No, nah, that, was, that, that was just first in the race. I think I lapped, I lapped second place with one lap to go. So I, I don't know what time he did, but like, yeah. I was looking at my watch and I was trying, I was really trying to, because I thought if I can just do 80 second laps, that'd get me 10 minutes. And I was on track, but I just faded a bit. Like it's that middle K, it's like any other, any race, the middle K, the middle part of the race, sorry, just like you feel like you got so far to go. 
and it's mentally, you know, you mentally want to slow down, but, and then I put a good last K in, but oh, like that was, that was a good. Um, laps of track is that 3K, that's seven and a half? Seven and a half laps. You just, how, did that, how did those Ks feel compared to your Tuesday efforts? Yeah, like way harder. Really? <laughs> like it felt pretty good on Tuesday. Like the, the first K on Tuesday was hard because I sort of like just was feeling pretty tired, but then I sort of warmed into it. But then today it's just like you just notice that you're lacking that speed training when you got to maintain it. Like you yeah. just got to keep going. You're running on your own, though. It must be hard. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. And it was pretty windy. The home straight was like pr- pretty hard headwind. But like, mm. I just, yeah. Mate, there's no way to get fit than just keep racing, I reckon. Just got to keep getting out there and just just racing. Get fitter doing that, for sure. Crazy, how do you Yeah, well, yeah, I'm coming to week, so it makes it a bit difficult. Ben Park's 5K program. So this week was week four. It was an easier week compared to last week because last week was about 60-odd Ks. Monday was rest day. Tuesday was the um, I've got I've had the kids this week so makes it a bit harder you know, back at school and stuff so Tuesday was meant to be my session like interval session but I didn't do it Tuesday I had a rest day easy run Wednesday Thursday I did my interval session that was like 10 400s I did it at the uh, local oval around the back of Woolworths there I was I did good felt good doing three 335, 340 pace for 400s. That's good. 200, yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, two minute, two minute walk between. So I stuck to that, did that. Um, 15 minute warm up, 10 minute warm down. About 10K or so all up. And then Friday was just an easy run. I dropped the kids off at school, went out for a run at home. Pretty warm, nine o'clock in the morning. Pretty hot. Then went to the gym in the Arvo. And then... Saturday was meant to be an easy day, 6K, and then I was meant to today, today to do with 13, 14K, but I haven't, weren't feeling it today, so. Do it after this. With, too busy with the boys and stuff. I just, yeah, could be bothered. Like, How so. many, uh, what's the longest run on that 60K week? What's the longest run that Ben Parks has got you doing? Not, uh, what me and Steve did last week was the 19. We needed to do 20K, didn't we? Why did just run? That's the longest. That's the longest run in the whole program. I've got to do that next weekend, but with tempo in it as well and race pace in it. So yeah. it's like eight k easy, five k, five k tempo, three k, whatever. And then, yeah, that's the so shit that gets you strong, uh, eh? So that the the next week's a hard week. So yeah, you know, I'm rested up, so I should be ready to go. Like for next week. Three k. Coming yeah. up. Huh? How many, how many <laughs> kilometers coming up? Hey, what? How many kilometers? Ks next week. Ah, uh, it's back up to like 60k, 60k nearly next week. Uh, 20k on the Sunday, and then got two two hard sessions in the week, and then rest easy runs and a couple of uh, strength sessions and all that. So. Good week. Nice. What about you, Nath? It's been a bit of a, a mix. I've tried to stick to the plan as best as possible, but it's been a bit mixed because um, um, arch problem, which seems to be the plantar fascia 
issue. So Monday, up running up coming off the back of the 19k that um, Steve and I did last weekend. Monday I did 6k easy on the road. Uh, Wednesday evening I had a massage. So instead of doing the 10k tempo session, I did a 6k easy run. Uh, Thursday did the um, 10k tempo session rest Friday and then Saturday um, was the 30k well it's meant to be 29k but I just rounded it up to 30k off road uh, out of the dam and um, the arch issue has come back so um, we had this basically I had these insoles and then I put my phone bit which the the uh, sorry, the uh, podiatrist made me, but it, on my right foot, I think it was too far back, and it was actually um, that is what hurt most. Right, right at the start of that on the on the arch, um, so we think with what with the massage um, and the the podiatrist reckon that it's actually I'm okay up to about 15, 20k, but when I start going past 20k, my the, my arch my plantar fascia starts hurting it's because it's just like any muscle you know if you're doing push-ups you know you're going to do fifty you're going to you're going to really ache and it's aching because it's just too much at one time like you know the old pajero that's all right going back and forth from the shops when you take it 200 200k drive you know the Overheats. whole thing overheats and up. so it's just my foot getting used to it and that arch support wasn't actually the problem the problem is not that i need more arch support it's just the foot is not used to maybe it's because I land more now on the middle of my foot rather I used to land on my heel and roll so a lot there's two more pressure going through that part of the foot um it could partly be to do with the shoe um is the insole the ins definitely those new insoles made a bit of a difference but still getting to like 20k then I started but my right arch is the problem now not my left arch but then today I'm I mean, in some orthotics or something yeah, but I don't think it's the orthotic that I, we've tried that making a pretend orthotic, and that yeah, might be the whole, but the whole, the whole of your orthotics do for the whole of your foot. Yeah, so, yeah, so it might be. But we're mean. trying to work that work the with the with the uh, podiatrist trying to work around if that's we make an insole which is, gives that more support, but it doesn't seem to be support because I'm walking around barefoot, no problem at all. I put a pair of shoes on. I put a pair of boots on and went for a walk across the paddock. My arch started hurting. But then I'm here indoors, um, barefoot. I was running down the beach today, barefoot. My foot wasn't hurting at all. But if I go to stretch it over, so, you know, like, if you over-exaggerate your foot as it bends, when that arch, the plantar fascia, then gets an extra stretch, that was then being painful. But the massage guy reckons it's all because of TFL. My glutes are all really tight. That pulls down to my hamstrings tight, calves yeah. tight, Achilles tight, and then all, that pulls down. All connected. Yeah, and and my left, my left side, uh, my Achilles was hurting on Saturday, even though the arch wasn't hurting that much. So it's it's got to give somewhere, and if it's not, you know, somewhere's going to start aching. So barefoot running, barefoot running, all goes back to barefoot running. Yeah, well, this the question is though, I've never done like. See, I do about what well, we're doing about 50k a week, but the majority of that is in one run. And when I last did my last, when I did my last 50k race back in 2013, I know it was nine years ago, but the longest we ever ran was 
like a 26k and maybe 120k leading up to it and i was doing maybe 40 50k a week but it was all like five 10k runs to make that 50k and so my body didn't really get to a long distance until race day and then my calves were buggered you know yeah. the next day but i didn't have any planter problems and i'm wondering if i'm just doing too much in one go on one day and really what i should be doing is and it could be because i'm running trail not road so we're going to do a test this weekend this saturday's 32k we're going to do it all road with the kianos and see if that might actually if i don't get any planter problems i know then that maybe it's shoes and maybe it's the terrain yeah trials um, my, my, my theory is that maybe i'm just doing too much in one day and i should spread the k's out so do five, what, 10K you, what you can do, because I always say, you could do like, say, 15K on a Saturday evening and then do 15K on a Sunday morning is equivalent of still doing a, a run yeah. of 30K altogether. Because I wouldn't get the planter problem because I don't get the planter issue until about 20K. Yeah. So I've eliminated the problem. I'm not putting too much stress on it and it's getting time to recover. It's like weightlifting. You know, it's like if I went out and did... You know, I might not be able to do lift 100 kilos now, but I could do 50 kilos and then do another 50 kilos, but I can't do it all in one go, so it might. Oh, on, Saturday, Nate, on Saturday, Nate was going to change shoes to the Nikes at the 15K mark and then run the second loop of 14 in a separate shoe to what he just run the first 15. So, But he felt all right like and it wasn't until 20k mark he said now i can start to feel it and then it just deteriorated so quickly by the time he got to the end he goes and my whole body's hurting and then he changed into the nikes and did a 1k warm down he was fine Is it, did they, they have like a, a less pressure on your arch or more or the same or what? less the, less pressure yes. this, the problem was is that we thought that maybe there wasn't enough support so the arch is banging down yeah. but in those shoes there's less when you look at the insole I couldn't feel my arch touching anything at all. And I went for a 1K run and I was like, my feet felt great. It was almost like a change of shoes, like, you know, got in a brand new car. So no, I've got two pairs of insoles. shoes. I was just the Nike insoles, not the Orange. Yeah, insoles. just the Nike insoles that come okay. with it. So I've got the Wild Horse 7s and I've got the La Sportiva Acacia that I run in, don't get any problems with. So what I'm going to do is, is do the road. 32k this weekend then the weekend after i think we've got to do another 32k and off i'm going to do that off-road and cj who i ran most of uh mount glorious road is going to join us and um i'm going to do that in the lucky the la sportiva acacia shoe I mean, my mate reckons they're good for up to 50k he said he wouldn't go past 50k in them and um uh and just see how my feet go with them and then it might be a case of if I feet hurt, I might just have to cut back same amount of Ks, but less in one go mm. to get the Ks in my legs and then just get through the race with the 50K and see how I pull up at the end. I just reckon you'll get better as you get a bit stronger. Uh, I think it's just a strength thing because I'm not used to running. You know, I've got to remember that I'm 47 now. I'm... Um, it might just be a case of, you know, because my calves are aching. So, you know, it's like my calves are aching, but my Achilles don't ache today. And my, my plantar fascia doesn't ache today. So it's not like I've injured myself or pulled a muscle. It's just maybe that everything's tight. It's pulling on them. And that's the yeah. last thing that hits the ground. Um, is the, uh, it's all about, especially like trail running and that, long distances and stuff. It's all about time on your feet. 
And I think that's what helped with the two races. The last two races, they've been 20 odd K, but I did a lot of time walking in those to get over the steep, walk the steep hills, especially yeah. with the Mount Glorious. I mean, the first 6K was all uphill. It was all uphill walk. You had to basically walk. And then a lot of some of the other was walk. So I didn't have that much compounding. I probably had about 10, 12Ks of compounding pressure on my foot, which it would happen with. And when Steve and I ran in those, my, those Nike Milers, which are thin as, really, compared to what the other shoes I run in. And I did, we did 26K and I didn't have any, Never, you know, I never moaned about the arch of my foot, did I? Yeah, that was weird, eh? And then you go from that to your trail shoe, and at 20k, you're all sorted by then, and it starts to hurt. So it was the first time when Steve and I did that 30k out at uh, Beerbrum. Hmm. Um, that's yeah. when the, the arch problem came. So I reckon it's just a too much distance, probably too soon. Man, um, honestly, yeah. yeah. I listen to so many podcasts with like elite runners, really good club runners and all that. It's just every single runner is navigating injuries all the time. Like there's always, mm. you never ever feel great. There's always something wrong, <laughs> whether it's like hips, knees, shins, feet, toes, there's always something wrong. You just got to keep going and manage it. Yeah. And that's probably what I've got. I just, I'm one of these people that I don't like to have anything. You know, I know that my back hurts. I know shoulders, you know, issue. But when I'm running, I've never had a touch wood, had an injury. Um, and now I'm getting something that's stopping, you know, it's it's not painful enough to stop me running, but it's painful enough to go. Annoying. Wonder, well, could I be doing damage here? And it's like oh, I've never had before. You know, you can get quads, you hurt, your hips hurting a bit, but you just keep going because you know like, but when it's your foot you go oh like you yeah, you hear all these problems it's all about then like what, what what you do after your run you know are you stretching after your run or, you know That's recovering fun. after your run doing all that sort of stuff especially at our age as we're getting older it's all about recovery is the biggest well, that's why i got into seeing mark now getting regular massage once a week i mean it hurts it's like torture it i is, don't know eh? but my second session was, was better he said look you you've You've actually, like, you seem to have taken that better than last time. And I said, yeah. it wasn't as painful. So maybe I'm responding in that. But I know I'll do it. Otherwise, it's just getting, you know, like, uh, the Dave Go uh, David Goggins book, he got to a point and he was just couldn't run. He was trying to find out what was wrong with him. And it was basically, he just had never been stretching and doing all that stuff. And, and, that's uh, and now, now he stretches two hours, two hours every night. Exactly. And he just, his body, and after that's what's happening, my body's just getting... Something's ready to snap, and I just need to get on and do it. And as painful as it is, it's going to benefit. The massage guy he's talking about is an old schoolmate of mine. We went to school together, and like, honestly, I go and see him every now and again, and you get so nervous before it because it is like an hour of of just proper beat shut for an hour. And like, I yeah, sit in the I'll waiting room. Code to me, security. Security codes to get in my house. Like I was in that much pain. <laughs> like I sit in the waiting room and hear him like massaging people, and like you can hear the bloke going, yeah. <laughs> "It's like you're just cracking up laughing." Stop! 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 But you know you're in the, you know you're next. But man, it's like the best thing ever because it just yeah. A lot of it is like you can do yourself at home. Just get home from a run. 
and have a good stretch for tw- at least 20 minutes. Yeah, but yeah. sometimes you need a bit of massage. You need to get, really get in there and get those knots and strip that muscle down. But, mate, you know what? I had that massage the next day I woke up. I had that Wednesday, Thursday, I woke up, no backache. And then Friday, I went for a run, the hard run, Thursday, Friday, backache. I went and saw him Friday. Saturday, I woke up. And I didn't even take a painkiller. I went running with um, with Steve. Didn't even take. Then I said I hadn't even taken a painkiller today. Right. Usually I need to take a painkiller, you know, to go running for a long distance just because of my back aches. But um, and it was good this morning too because I did a fair bit of stretching on that. So um, yeah, yeah, there's, it's there's, bloody uh, good. Science is to it. So yeah. what, like, what's everyone? training for i've not actually got anything oh, yeah. that i'm properly training for i think i'll i think i'll aim to do the masters um national champs which is, i don't even know i think it's in april sometime but they, they've got like the five thousand meters on the track cross country they've got everything so i'll aim to do something there i'd like to do some cross country this year i don't know any races anyone's in for i'm in for the um the noosa ultra 50 in like six weeks time and I'm on the waiting list for the last, Clint Eastwood last man standing. But whether or not, if I got a call to say, do you want to go in it, whether I do it or not. Are we, doing that, are we doing that relay, that relay race? Oh, oh yes. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that relay. Yeah. That's a definite. Yeah. We'll lock that in. That'd be, a great, that'd be great. So anyone that's listening, Anzac Day, 25th of uh, April at the Nunda Crip Track, North Brisbane. We're going to enter as a team of five and it's you've got an hour and a half to run as many laps as possible, but each member of the team has to do at least two laps. So you work 1.2 it out. 1.2K. Maybe you can smash that out in, what, four and a half minutes. Maybe Steve will do it in four minutes. Uh, Willie will do it in four minutes. And then, you know, you sit and recover for 20 minutes and then you got to go again. Um, and uh, yeah, most laps win. So that's something to look forward to. That's yeah, I did that last year. That was really good, great atmosphere. Yeah, but the geez, there was some quick. There was some quick runners there. The the um, first first leg was the course record was broken by someone from the Burt Squad. I can't think who it was. Yeah. Where did you come? Where did you come, Steve? I think we came fourth overall. And we got a chance of a medal? Uh, no. Depends who turns up, but I doubt it. The Burt Squad could field five yeah. teams that would get first, second, third, fourth, fifth. You get, you get, you get Striders, they do a few. Yeah, yeah, and the Striders will have a good team. Oh, it's good. It's good to be involved. You know, like you can't win it, but it's not about winning. It's just about the um, competing and just yeah, yeah. Other people, you know. Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's, it's next weekend's a Masters again, isn't it? Eight hundred and three k and stuff. Yeah, I don't know yeah, what's on next week. Yeah, I'm thinking of doing the eight hundred meters next weekend. Yeah, do it. Meters since nineteen ninety nine. So, twenty-three years. What did you? What time did you run then? In nineteen ninety-nine, two minutes. Two minutes flat. Yeah. I did two thirteen once, but I was in my twenties. Twenty-six. <laughs> That's when Derek Horahan was, was coaching us. She said, yeah. "You're in the same race. You, you were non-scoring, and I was scoring." Probably had like an AA or something number or like. Just an X or something. Oh, when that was, I remember it. Two thirteen, I did. I just entered it as a. Shit, that's a, that's good. That's really quick. 
I was about 26. Fraser was in it. That's right. I think I've got a photo of the track where all of us finished, all of us afterwards. Oh, I, 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 won, I won that race. I did two minutes. I did two minutes flat. Did you ever break two minutes, Fraser? Yeah, I did 158. 158.8. 20 best. years ago. 20. 20. Still a PB there. Still a PB. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. I think it would be a good yeah. life to do that, do that stuff. I don't know if I'll go on Saturday. Or just go out and do, but if I go out on Saturday to Redcliffe and just do my 32K, I might be doing most of it on my own. So, but then I don't have to stick with any pace, whoever Sparling's been doing all my long runs with me. And uh, oh, I've got to stick, I've got to sort of turn up and show up. And Mate, so, that's uh, right. When I, if I do a long run with Paul Gourlay and Chris, it's, if we like I've done, I think I've done a couple of 30k runs with them. And the one the 30k or 32k run or something we did on the flat, we averaged like four minutes 30 or something. Yeah. And mate, so like, I got home and I was I was wrecked for the rest of the day. Like I just was absolutely cooked. If I'm on my own, I'm all right. I just head out Take there. Take it easy. Yeah. Just um yeah, just 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 cruise along, get it done, make sure you know. Like, still will be hard, but you finished awesome last time. Twenty six k's and then didn't even affect you. Yeah, we got a good time. Actually, we were get we do we were doing negative splits. I think, weren't we? Yeah, we Five thirty nine, I think, at the end average. So yeah. that's not too bad. But you're still oh. fresh at the end. We went for a swim and there was no niggles or nothing then. No. What's um, no, what, are, what are you aiming for, Fraser, with your 5k? What time? Well, I want to uh, the, the training program I'm doing at the moment is uh, like 19 minutes, so anything between 19 and 20 minutes, like that's the start. So, I'm going to start. I've done this program to basically break 20 minutes, yep. and then, yep. then I'll have a just a couple of weeks recovery and stuff, and then I'll probably I'll do the program again, but obviously, with the Interval sessions and stuff a little bit faster. Yeah. What are you going to do for the test? Closer than 19 minutes. Because my aim is to get under 19 minutes to get 18 something. Yeah. So you're going to do a park run to test? Yeah, park out? run, yeah. That's so what I'm doing. Because it's like, for me, with my lifestyle and stuff, like, you know, I've got kids week on, week off, and, you know, working full time and all that. Like, And I play, like, soccer and that as well. I am. Um, I just, you know, I need to um, do stuff that I can do, type thing. And at least when I've got the boys, I can do stuff on the treadmill, sessions on the treadmill and stuff. And now they're back at school, I can maybe when it gets a little bit cooler, go for a run at lunchtime and sort of stuff like that. But um, when I've got the kids and stuff, is like my good week of like hard training and stuff, like out on the roads and that. So and and doing five k's races like that is, you know, I can do a park run whenever I want type thing you know when i feel ready for it i'll do yeah. it so yeah. you could do 5k I'll at the masters race that i'm dedicated for with yeah. a set set date and all that sort of stuff i can do this because it's, it, it suits my sort of life and i don't feel too tired from it all from the running i'm only like maximum probably doing is like 60 odd k's a week so you know it's just good and then go gym a few times a week and soccer training a soccer game and all that sort of stuff so are you chasing a pb or are you going for a new pb well, no, my PB for 5K is 17 minutes. Oh. So, um, yeah, no. I mean, 
that was yeah, when I was like, 17, 18 years old. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, yeah it's a bit of PB for me being a old fuck, but yeah. um, you know, still yeah, quicker yeah. than Nate. Yeah. What um, what uh, part run are you going to choose to run to test the five k time? Probably Sandgate, Sandgate, or something like that. Nice and flat. Yeah, yeah. Sandgate or uh, it depends on the wind really to do it. So if not New Farm or something, because New Farm's meant to be pretty quick. Yeah, Sandgate can be real windy. Yeah. Kedron's another flat one. You're gonna do part one, aren't you, Sammy? Yeah. You've been at Kedron, Steve? Only once. That's I did. Um, I did one just before Christmas there when. It was like the Burt squads. Like, is a future you know, Olympian here. Just joined us. Future Olympian here, Samuel Barden in the background. He's got a pretty good uh, athletic uh, talent. How'd you go? Oh, Friday night. Go get some training in. You're a good job. Athletics Friday night. With my training with Nathan, I may as well capitalise on a few longer runs. So in six weeks' time, he's doing his thing in, was it um, March 28th, is it? 26. 26. So then um, May May 25th is or 28th is Noosa and um, the GC30. So that's only another eight weeks after you. So I may as well yeah. keep something rolling for a bit. And is do is that Noosa Marathon? Um, yeah, the Noosa. Yeah, they got a half. They, they had 30K last year. And yeah, they, they, do, yeah, they do that. They do the half. 30. 30K and then one. they do the... Three laps for the 30, four laps yes, for the... Yes, so, yes. Yeah, I've never done a road marathon, and that's something I'd like to do. I've done a road half, but I've never done a road marathon, so I might put that in the... You know, maybe I won't do, an, uh, do another... Well, I was thinking maybe I'll do the Guzzler, but the Guzzler 50 with you, Steve, but then there's a lot of... It's a lot of lot of climbing. Yeah, I just see how crazy. I go after the Noosa. I might not... I might. It might put me off for a while, and then you get to the start line, and you go, what the fuck am I doing here again? So that's my two events. I'm just going to do, I think I might do the Noosa 30, 31.5, whatever they do, and then yeah. the Guzzler. So that's eight well, I want to do a road Guzzler. marathon. So I might, when's it it's usually the Gold Coast Marathon? July, uh, is it? August, yeah, time, it's it? July, yeah. June. Yeah, so June. I wouldn't mind doing that. Ring, I wouldn't mind giving that a go. And then July, yeah. See what I can, see what time I can do. But, um, I realised I didn't do my introduction then, man. We can always chop. Oh, shit, always, didn't you? Chop my, we can always chop it in. Yeah, yeah, do it. Do it now. Yeah, do it now. So, uh, me and Nathan, I've uh, started off doing well, athletics when we were younger and soccer and then uh, was Kent champion for the javelin one year back when I was 13 years old. I think I threw it about 13, 14 metres. I got a Kent Championships gold medal individual. So my claim to fame. Um, got out of really a lot of sport, just going to the gym a fair bit. Started lifting weights when I was 15 and just got good gym knowledge. Um, got back into, I got into kickboxing when Steve, uh, Willie and... Uh, his brother-in-law, Justin Carney, came over to the UK in 98, got into kickboxing. And I had my first pair of boxing gloves when I was four years old. So I just loved boxing and had never fought. And thought as a type one diabetic, that I'd never be able to fight. And um, just got into kickboxing with uh, Colin Payne, uh, Medway and Maidstone Kickboxing, now TKO Elite. 
And um, yeah, got brilliant gym. Really, really good gym. One of the best gyms in the country. He's got to be the best coach we've yeah. ever had. Um, it was just and, lucky that he was like near where we were all living because yeah, he's one of the best gyms. And we talk. We should have maybe get him on. And we talk about some of those Saturday afternoon sparring sessions out of chatting. No. Crapping yourself on the way. Steve up and that, or Steve would go with Justin. Yeah, and I won two Australian middleweight kickboxing K1 titles and a, um, a, a Queensland super middleweight um, kickboxing title. And Steve Woolley didn't mention that he's a two times Australian uh, Thai boxing champion as well and uh, multiple. Uh, Queensland champion at uh, welterweight were you Steve or super welterweight super welterweight yeah yeah and um, and blokes in that car then obviously didn't know about that then didn't know you were yeah, when I when I jogged off afterwards I, I was thinking like I have to remember that I haven't been in the gym for years because <laughs> <laughs> I, I think in my mind that I could still do what I was doing if I was training six days a week and I have yeah. to think like yeah no, you don't lose that right hand, though. Nah, you never lose your punch, they reckon. Did a, did a bit of running, and uh, we trained and did that. Um, I got into cycling, a lot of cycling, a lot of mountain biking, competed at the 24-hour mountain bike world championships, solo, um, stupid, crazy stuff like that, riding your bike for 24 hours, a bit of long-distance um, road cycling. Did we, Fraser, myself, and our... Uh, my best mate, Lee Byer, we did the Narang Forest 50K back in 2013. Uh, that's a, that, and that's about the same elevation, Steve, as your guzzler. That was 1,950 metres of elevation. And sub six hours, expecting something good like that from you. All right. Although I was nine years younger. And um, just... I reckon um, you'll go way quicker than that now. Yeah. Went back in, got back into fighting again, and then um, yeah, just sort of lost my way a bit after retiring from fighting. And um, just recently, we got back in. Oh, a couple of years ago, started doing park runs, on and off with a bit of running. I just turn up, run, beat Steve's dad. He'd never, he couldn't believe I wasn't doing any training, but that was my training: was go hard at park Once runs on week. Saturday, and then just recover all week. And um, <laughs> CrossFit and stuff. Yeah, and then I got into CrossFit a year and a half ago and then I messed my shoulder up, so I went to sort of get that sorted out. And so, because I couldn't because I couldn't do CrossFit, uh, sort of middle of last year, got back into running again and here we are. I signed up for another 50k trail race because I'm stupid. And that's the story so far. Let's wrap it up there. Yeah. 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 Good week ahead. Hopefully, I've got some rain coming Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. That might affect things. Um, But uh, still, running it's raining. Yep. So thanks for listening. We will catch you all next week. Cheers. So me these purple elephants A twisted intelligence Extension of tolerance Dimension of flowers in my mind Stop rewind Now what the fuck did you find? Ain't nothing in here but why Subliminal messages can't
Close your eyes before your troubles 